1: Jesus said, If you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The New Testament writers exhorted their readers to pray in the Spirit. For example, writing to the Ephesians, Paul encouraged them to pray always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. And Jude wrote, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Now, what does it mean to pray in the Spirit? Well, Prayer is like an electric circuit. It begins with God and passes through us and returns to God who inspired it. God alone knows what's good for us and what is best for us. He knows too the things that He has prepared for us. He reveals these things to us by the Holy Spirit and without the ministry of the Holy Spirit, our prayers would be no more than just bringing a shopping list to God. But through the help of the Holy Spirit, we are directed what to pray for and we have confidence that our prayers are according to the will of God. Is your prayer life dull and dry? Let the Holy Spirit be involved with you. He will formulate strong desires in you so that you will know that you are praying in accordance with the will of God. This is Set Free with Ken Legg.
0: Well, we've covered a lot of ground this week about the Holy Spirit, our helper. And this is surely one of the most important aspects of the Holy Spirit's ministry, helping us to pray according
1: to the will of God. Ken? Yeah, that's right, Phil. Uh, Once again, you know, I believe that every major doctrine of the New Testament is illustrated for us in the Old Testament. So this doctrine that we're sharing today is depicted in an incident that occurred when Israel were journeying through the wilderness. You remember the Amalekites Mm -hmm. came out to block Israel's path, preventing them from going into their territory, and then this big battle took place. Mm -hmm. Um, Moses then went up the hill with two other fellows, and uh, uh, he lifted up his hands. And uh, as long as his hands were lifted up, then Israel prevailed. But when he let them down, then the enemy losing. prevailed. That's right. Yeah. So uh, Aaron and Hur, they assisted by lifting up his hand. So, what does all this represent? Well, actually, in that battle, God was revealed by another name called Jehovah Nisai, or some say, people say Nissi. yeah. Yeah. Which means the Lord our banner. Okay, so all the time Moses lifted up his hands to the Lord, the Lord was their banner in the battle. Uh, But when, of course, his hands dropped, that's a picture of the fact that the Lord was not their banner. Mm. Now, what's all this about? Obviously, God was teaching that the upraised hand is a picture of prayer. When we seek the Lord, when we draw upon his power Mm -hmm. and uh, just embrace his grace. reach out to him, really. Exactly. Then we are, you know, obviously he is is our banner. The Lord is our banner. Uh, Let me just give a couple of examples of that, Phil. In Psalm 28, verse 2, the psalmist says, Hear the voice of my supplications when I cry to you, when I lift my hands toward your holy sanctuary. So there we see You know, in the Old Testament, God's people lifting their hands to God as an act of prayer. And then Paul says in the New Testament, I desire that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands. So to impress upon the church the importance of prayer, God made success in this battle dependent upon whether or not Moses had his hands raised. So Jesus said men ought always to pray and not to faint. Mm. It's like as
0: if the Old Testament, that story there is really illustrating a New Testament truth.
1: Is that is that right? Yeah, it is. Um, Aaron and her were not types of friends. You know, often we say, oh, you know, will you be my friends up holding my hands for me? But they're actually representing two divine intercessors. Now, I'll explain that. We're talking here about, of course, Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Now, amazingly, in one chapter in the New Testament, in uh, Romans chapter 8, they're both called our intercessor. So um, what we see in this story is that it specifically says one was on one side of Moses Mm -hmm. and one was on the other. Now, we've got two intercessors, one on this side of heaven and one on the other side, if I can use that that Mm -hmm. phrase. So let's talk first of all about Jesus. In Romans chapter 8, And verse 34, we read this, "Um, Who is he that condemns? It's Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at God's right hand making intercession for us. So in heaven, Jesus is there uh, as our interceder. What does that mean? It means that everything we do goes through him. That's why we pray in the name of Jesus. Jesus perfects our imperfect prayer Mm. and, and presents them you know, perfect before the Father. So he's on that side of heaven. Now, what about the Holy Spirit? Well, he's on this side. He's indwelling us. Um, You know, in Romans chapter 8 again, if I can go back there, verse 26, Paul says, hey, we've got a problem. (laughs) Houston, we have a problem. (laughs) Okay, what's the problem? We don't know what to pray for as we ought. We've got that problem. What's the will of God in this situation? Um, What should we pray for? Should we pray for deliverance? We're going through a difficult time, or or what's God's will in this situation? Now, that's our problem, and the Holy Spirit helps us with that problem as our intercessor.
0: Okay, but what about faith in the mix here? Because there might be some people that would say that God actually wants us to be delivered every time,
1: Mm. and it's our lack of faith that's blocking that from happening. Yeah, see, that's the problem that we have in prayers. We don't know what God wants for us in every situation we we face. Let me give you an example. There are three storms in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Now, two of them were in the ministry of Jesus. Yeah, one of them he rebuked. He stopped. So he took them out of that storm. Finished. You know, they called upon him. and All of a sudden, dramatically, it was over. Yep. The next one, the Bible says, he brought them through it. They yep. were, you know, landed them safely on the other side. But then, of course, there was a storm in the ministry of Paul and he was shipwrecked. (laughs) So is it God's will for us to be delivered out from, to come through? Or is there going to be a crisis here that God is going to bring something good out of you and make all things work together for good? Our problem is we don't know what God's will is at this time.
0: And I guess our problem is that we're looking at it from a very earthly perspective all
1: the time. Exactly. He doesn't. The Holy Spirit sees it from God's perspective. Now, you look even in the ministry of Jesus when he was facing the cross. He said, um, Father, if it's possible, save me from this hour. But then he said, Father, glorify your name. And he prayed actually three times, three times asking if it was possible for God to take this cup away, but three times, you know, um, there was not that answer that he would. Mm. So then he accepted God's will. He came to know through that process uh, the will of the Father because, you know, we could say, well, like Abraham offered up Isaac, but then God said at the last minute, don't offer him up, you know. Maybe God was just looking at his willingness to obey and so on. But he prayed three times that it would be taken away. Again, in the life of Paul, he had that thorn in the flesh. He asked God three times to take it away. But then he knew that God's will was that he would give him grace, his grace would be sufficient, that his strength would be made perfect in weakness and so on and so forth. Now, all I'm saying, Phil, is that we don't know in every situation what to pray for, but the Holy Spirit does and he teaches us what to pray. He's our intercessor on this side of heaven. So we've got an intercessor in heaven, that's Jesus perfecting our prayers, and then we've got the Holy Spirit on this side of heaven lifting up our hands, teaching us what to pray. And I guess the problem (laughs) is that uh,
0: we have a vested interest. We've got blinkers on that will color what we think we should be praying for, but really the Holy Spirit as our intercessor on this side, as you say, he actually teaches us what to pray. He reveals to us what to pray. Yeah, the
1: Holy Spirit helps us is what Paul says. That word help uh, is a very interesting word in the Greek. It means to take hold of something together with someone else. So, okay, let's say there was a table here where we're sitting right now and you used to say to me, would you help me to move this into the next room? Now, if I started to lift it up and then you walked out, well, that's not helping you. You're asking me to do the whole thing. Mm. But now you get one end, I get the other, and we'll take it out. Now, that's what Jesus is really saying here, That the, or rather Paul is saying here, I should say. The Holy Spirit will help us in that way. He'll work together with us. He's our advocate. Now, if you ever go to court, I hope you never have to go to court, Phil, but you have you have a lawyer to represent you, but he doesn't do the talking for you. He tells you what to say. Yeah. Okay, so he puts the words in your mouth. Or when you get in there end you're going to be asked this, this is what you say. In a similar way, the Holy Spirit teaches us what to say in our prayers. So, so here's these two figures. Aaron, who's a high priest, he's a type of Jesus, lifting up her hands on one side. Her, whose name means light, is a picture of the Holy Spirit on this side of heaven, lifting up her hand, teaching us what to say uh, when we pray.
0: reminder that God has given us a helper, the Holy Spirit. And we'll have more on this subject tomorrow. Until then, remember you don't have to carry that baggage. God wants you to be set free.
1: For books, DVDs, small group studies and other resources from Ken Leg, including the book New Covenant, New Glory, which features topics from today's message, visit the Vision Christian store at vision.org.au That's
0: vision.org.au